This is Hypothetical Help with Scott and Terpster, neither of whom are actual therapists or counselors. Any advice given on this show is truly hypothetical. everybody welcome back again to hypothetical help episode nine of this uh, we'll call it season one we're done trying to figure that out season yeah, one season one yeah episode nine it's nice to be here can't believe we're almost 10 episodes in uh i'm scott that's terpster hey terpster hello hello scott are you ready to solve the world's problems again i was actually born ready scott little known fact about me mm. when i came out of um my mum yeah it's weird to think of yeah her um, vagina was, her vagina it was her vagina her vagina yeah, yeah exactly yeah um and uh, i wasn't born via c-section i was a, a natural vaginal birth yeah um which is something i'm very proud of it's on my business card actually yeah. if i ever exchange professional details with you yeah. it says uh mark turpin vaginally born um and vaginally conceived i yeah. think that's the, the the kind of the double the double whammy for my uh, my tagline. Well, a hundred years ago, that wouldn't have seemed strange to say either of those things, uh, or it's, it would seem strange that you're even making the distinction because there were no other ways. But both of those processes. Forward thinking, Scott. Exactly, yeah. I was forward thinking because I was doing it back when it it wasn't as common place mm-hmm. for that to be uh, something of notes. Um, but it worked out in the end for me. So there's a life lesson for everyone there. One of my kids Just asked because me because yeah. you think it's crazy. Sure. Doesn't mean it is. Yeah, it isn't always. My kids asked me one time. I can't remember which kid, but. Uh, Somebody had mentioned somebody was born via C-section. They were also their age, roughly their age. My seven or eight-year-old, whatever they were at the time, looks up to me and says, does that mean they don't have a belly button? And I oh, thought, wow. no, no, they That's do. That's sci-fi, sci-fi right there. Right. It's not like a clone yeah. in a dish. Like these, yeah. are, these are still, they come out of the mom. And that's why I had to explain it. They had to cut them off. It's, it's horrifying. Like if you think it's, it's bad it's to t- say to your kid. Major abdominal surgery. And sure. they send you home like the next day. Yeah. And then you've got to deal with the baby. It's they, nuts. They lay your guts to the left. They pull the baby yeah. right out of your stomach. There's blood everywhere. What's harder, yeah. that or you came out of a vagina, which is easier to say. I like to call it a V-section. V, uh, uh, yeah. Mm, yeah. All right. Do you have a C-section or a V-section? <laughs> uh, and I was delivered via V-section. Good. So, so was I. Go. So was I. Yeah, uh, nice. All right. Well, let's... Uh, <laughs> Moving on from we're, permanent... We're lucky, fortunate few. Yeah, we Not are. everyone has the ability to be a V-section, but... Is that the deal? Say lovey. We could, we could all try our best. Uh, it's exactly. uh, an episode of this show, which means your chance to ask us questions. As always, we got a couple of great ones. This first one deals with somebody's desire to find out how they should handle their name after a big change, and that'll all make sense in a second. Here you go. Hey, Scott and Tipster. This is Abby calling for hypothetical help. I had a question for you guys that I'm really kind of struggling with. And I'm actually really struggling with, which is probably a, a, a bit of sign. It's, it's, it's not a great decision. Um, Scott, we've talked before, and I don't know if Tripster knows or the rest of the audience, but I am transgender. And the next step in this whole transition thing I've been going through for the past year or so is to get a legal name change. Now, my oh. plan right now is to go Abigail Rosewood. It's a very nice name. I like it a lot. It's going to be great. But I got to thinking, I'm kind of a geek. And my last name is Wessels. There's a guy in Star Trek that is always looking for nuclear vessels. I am seriously considering adding a second middle name of nuclear to my name, just so I can be nuclear vessels, just to have that awesome Star Trek reference in my name legally. I think that would be great. I don't know if this is a good idea, if I should do it or not. Any help you guys could give me would be greatly appreciated. Oh, wow. Thank you very much. Bye. All right. That's pretty hardcore, adding that kind of... It's tough. I mean, yeah. we've both named people mm-hmm. like we have you've named three people i've named one person yeah and that pressure weighed heavily on me yeah. i will not i had to 
I had to, I try and found like friends with similar names and said like, did you ever get bullied? Like, did they ever make fun of your name? Did they come up like, were you, you know, were you uh, like Emily smells like we, you know, oh, Mm. well, I better not name my child Emily just in case they say she smells like we and they think that's close enough. Kids will always find a way, but I think it's a big pressure. But to, to name yourself, I mean, I don't know. That's I don't know if that's more or less pressure. It's you know a, you. Yeah. It's even more. And he knows also that a, that a certain subsection of his relationships and people he knows, or even even strangers, are going to love the idea that he inserted this Star Trek reference into his Nuclear name. Nuclear Wessels. 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 Yeah. yeah. I don't. I mean, so so what's what's Abby's name then? Ab Abigail Rose Wessels. Wessels. And she's thinking of making it Abigail nuclear vessels. <laughs> okay. So lose rose completely and just go nuclear or go no, I think it was the second, wasn't it? So rose nuclear. Vessels. Oh, was that what it was? Okay. I missed thing that. Is, I think I think I think that works. Yeah. The thing is is like you know, I just try to think if you could have a better first name. Not that there's anything wrong with any abbeys out there. Um but you know if you're gonna go with it, why not be like, you know, Tabby or or Gabby or Westminster Abbey, um, you know, you could, and everyone would be like, oh, "That's a strange name." You're like, "Yeah, it's named after the uh, the, the cathedral." Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, Westminster Abbey. Yeah, that's where I was. Uh, that's where I was done. Yeah. Or, or like, you could be, I guess, your Abbey, not too shabby. Um, you could be <laughs> Caddy. You could be like Caddy Shack. Maybe you could just pick a character from Caddy Shack mm. and be like Carl Spackler. Yeah. Be Bill Murray out of Caddyshack. Wow! Look Maybe at you with the look at you really with the Caddyshack knowledge. I didn't know you were all and into just, that. Oh, I love a bit of Caddyshack. Yeah, but you could be Carl Spackler. That could be your new name. Why? Why retain any elements? And then they say, "Well, that's an, very nice, interesting." Isn't that the guy from Caddyshack? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Abby Cabby, but I don't know. Maybe it gets a little bit tough when you start kind of just picking a a, a name out of a. Caddyshack. Well, names that it, rhyme like with things 80s. are where names that rhyme with other words are actually where you start to get in trouble. So if I'd have known, or if my parents would have known, how many Scotty potties I would have gotten growing up. Oh, I see exactly. They, yeah, they wouldn't have done it. You know, they would have done something else. Moment of hope. Uh, well, you don't know. Yeah. Because I mean, Scott, Swat, uh, Snots, Pot, uh, Pots. Yeah. Um. Oh, Scott, do you do you sail in the yacht? That's what we'd say over here. And <laughs> you'd be like, Oh, stop making fun of me. Say whatever, yachty. Yachty Scotty, oh, I bet you're going to go and be on your yacht. And you'd be like, oh, please, yeah. I don't have a yacht. And we'd say, I bet you do. Yeah. And then that, you know, I wasn't the best at making fun of people. In all fairness, I normally kind of said something nice about them. Sure. But I think if you say it with enough intent, mm. even saying nice can sound horrible. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. But I always why had you, the, Why don't been... you go join the SWAT team, Scott? <laughs> you, 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 yeah. I you. hope you don't get a clot, Scott. In your, oh, yeah. and I'd go behind you like, oh, burn, yeah, like that. Burn, sick burn is what you'd say. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, I had the double whammy. I had the Scott that rhymed with everything and the Scotty that rhymed with everything. And then I also had Johnson in there, which is always a reference for man wieners. Yeah. And, and you like pulling a Johnson as well, don't I you? Do, I, I do. I do like doing that's, that. That's when, you, that's when I think any name you have to embrace yeah. and you have to learn about it. So let's think of this uh, for, for nuclear, nuclear... I'm just trying to think what what comes up with nuclear. Um, you P- could have pucular, pucular, <laughs> uh, com- computer, um, 
Lucifer. Oh, that's not that's not a good one. Well, let's find peculiar. out. Peculiar. Yeah. Peculiar. Mm, I'm not sure. Mononuclear. Can... Hold What's on. What's that? What's a mononuclear? Spooklier. You know what? They don't. Spooklier have... could could be okay. Jupiter. Jupiter. I like Jupiter. Jupiter's good. Okay. Bo- but I like nuclear. I mean, the thing is, it's fun to have fun with your name. Yeah. But at the same time, it is your. It's like. It's like I don't know. It's like if someone thought like, wouldn't it be really funny if I had uh, a tattoo done of a guy pushing along a lawnmower um, at the top of my pubes, and I'll <laughs> shave it off, and it look like he's. And everyone's like, ha ha, that's really funny, and that's great, and that's a joke you can share with people as and when you choose to. Yeah. Um, and that's that's fantastic. If I had the same guy um, on my receding hairline, you know, that might be a less hidden reference, sure. and people might find it funny. But then when you apply for the job at the bank, they might be like, oh, I'm, I'm not too sure about that. Yeah. Now, I think nuclear is probably safe. I yeah, think that that's... Probably, but also I don't think you even have to use it because if you're going to have the double middle name, like Rose you Nuclear... You can just choose to knock it out when you want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't use it. Don't put it on that resume. Don't tell people about it if you think it's going to screw you up. And if it's a place that's open to crazy ideas, then then maybe that's fine too. I don't know. But I that's what I'd say is I'd say keep the Rose for sure. And then have Kiss that other the thing. Sure. Seal, put seal in there as well. Yeah. Have that. Also, it's, say, why is that seal? It's because I'm a big fan of Kiss from a Rose. In a way, it's like getting a tattoo, but it's almost worse than a tattoo in terms of, of tattoos risks in that you may want to remove it one day or get saggy as you get old or whatever. It's almost worse with the name thing because you it only really works once. Like you've shown it to your friends like, ah, that's great. Ha ha ha. And then that's it. Your impact yeah. is over, yet you've got this permanent thing on your record. I mean, it's. Like, I wouldn't mind if my middle name was Danger. You know, Mark that's Danger quite Turpin. Cool. Da- no, Danger's my middle name. Oh, I get you know, that. Uh, that sort of thing is. I think I like having that. That's that's a cool thing yeah. that you can always and will always be cool. Yeah. Nuclear Wessels. It works. It does. It's good. It's good. And maybe it's that sort of thing that it's a great identifier of like-minded people. If they giggle at your your middle name surname combination, then you might be like. I actually already like you, and I know that just from the fact that you got that and you found that funny. Yeah. Um, so that I think I think is a good shout. Yeah. I, I honestly think you can't go too far wrong with nuclear wrestles. All right. Um, short of if, for example, someone's offended by the mispronunciation of vessels, um, feeling that you're mocking a certain dialect or speech impediment. Oh, uh, that's an interesting. To point. them, I say, jog on. Yeah, <laughs> jog on. Jog on. I like Don't that care. Too. Keep moving. Yeah, keep this train moving. Uh, speaking of which, let's move on to our next call. And Abby, let us know how it goes, what you decide. Very curious about that. And see you at Nerdtacular, which will be great. Uh, well, yeah, you can tell us now. A hypothetically uh, asked question about parenting a bully who's one of the siblings of your kids. Like one of your kids is a bully, the other one isn't. And how oh. to deal with that. This is a serious one. So here you go. Hello, Scott and Terpster. My son, I have two sons, a five-year-old and a two-year-old, and the five-year-old just keeps beating the crap out of the younger one. We've actually already gotten stitches from when he threw him into a wall, and he'll just randomly walk up and push him down. So I guess my question overall is, how do you parent? Thanks, guys. Uh, so you're parenting wow. what appears to be the early stages of a bully kid, but also this could be, I'll just lay this out first, this could be... Uh, a thing he gets out of his system and a thing that just deals with his own sense of there's this, you know, I was the special kid. All attention was on me. And then suddenly there's this new person in the house. I resent this kid. 
I don't know who he is. I don't mm. want him here. My mom seems to love him, but I don't like him at all. Like that's probably what's happening at that age. If he was 15 and shoving his 10-year-old into the wall, that's different. We've gone to a new stage. But when they're five and four or three or two or whatever, I think that's usually a sign of something that will probably pass. And I've seen it happen in my own kids. My oldest daughter had a period of time where she really, but she was very young, but she really resented this new kid in the house. She hated it. And then Mm. she got over it. So I don't think he's in that big of trouble. I have an older brother and, um, you know, he's two years older than me. Growing up, we used to uh, fight and play fight. And sometimes it wouldn't be play fighting. Sometimes it would be play fighting. Um, and it's the sort of thing that, you know, we get on fantastically well now. Loving the pieces. Um, it did stop, I think, around about the, the age where I was as big as him, possibly bigger than him. <laughs> um, and I think that naturally, once, you know, your youngest hits puberty and the the sort of the age difference uh, ebbs away, you may find that that's a thing if it carries on that long. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Like it was never uh, bullying as it was just like uh, boys being boys. And it's, uh, you know, you, you learn uh, how to, how to handle yourself mm-hmm. in a, in a fight. Um, and at the same time, you know, I always knew that, you know, if, if it hit the fan, we had each other's backs and it was good. And I think that really encouraging uh, your, your sons to, to play together and to hang out together and to be part of that as much as you can. Um, So to, to not just leave them by themselves to go off and do something, but do stuff together and show how, you know, as a, as a family unit, you guys, you know, are there for each other and distilling the older one, uh, a sense of um, pack and like, you know, it's a wolf pack and you got to look out for your own and you got to, you know, you can, you can still tussle and you can, you know, make sure it's safe, but ultimately it's just all for fun and good. But I think, you know, just know that you're, you're part of the same team mm-hmm. and you don't put your own team in the sin bin or in the, you know, in the injury locker, you know, you, you make sure that you guys are, you know, fighting together or, towards something so together. You, you mentioned something earlier about how you you guys always knew you had each other's backs right mm-hmm. how did you know that though for sure did you oh, did well, you was I it a know. feeling that you just oh well this is just you know we're we're fine because we're brothers and yeah. was it because you had equal time that wasn't rough and tumble and and whatever i think yeah it wasn't all all fighting all the time and stuff and like it would be stuff like you know we'd watch wrestling together and then we'd try out the moves mm-hmm. as you do and they say don't try this at home which is secret code for dudes try this at home it's awesome mm. um and so you know you, you get those sorts of things but i think it's is equally knowing that you know my mom would still get like mad at us because she'd freak out that you know she doesn't like seeing her her kids fight yeah and i think that's you know it's, it's fine but we we just ultimately you just kind of i guess we just knew uh i don't think there was a there weren't many occasions i think in life where we needed to to team up as team turpin but I think on the occasions where it did, you know, you, you know, you know. Yeah. I want to see a picture of your brother sometime. I don't know why. why he's like a, he's like a more attractive version of me, sadly. Yeah. That's the thing is that, you know, he's, um, he's a very athletic individual and it's like me if I tried harder. I is, like he, to think. is he older than so, you? He is. Yeah. Oh, he's, oh you're right. He's he is two years older. That. Okay. Two um, years. So he's, uh, you know. He does his thing. Yeah. It's okay. All right. You know, See, I, sadly, I'm vastly more successful than him, Scott. So <laughs> that's the thing is it becomes a bit awkward in that sense. Right. But then if it, if it was literally a race, 
he would win. So I can tell you also from personal experience uh, to this listener that my brother and I didn't fight so much as he just picked on me. He's 10 years older than me, uh, my older brother. And he picked on me a lot when I was growing up. And is this, I saw you put a picture up on Facebook, Scott, of yeah. like your family. Yeah. That was like everyone minus him. Shoulders. Yeah. And that's the thing. I, I mean, I honestly felt like it looked like you were adopted uh, because <laughs> no one, no one was even close to being as, as, as tall as you. As tall or white as me. Um, yeah. Well, my sister, Wendy, who's my natural sibling. And then my mom and dad, of course, were there. But yeah, my, I, there's three Koreans in that photo. And they are short and everyone is sitting except for them. They're standing for the most part. And then they've got me in the back looking like some kind of stork idiot. I just cannot <laughs> understand why that photo was taken the way it was taken. That photographer is an idiot. I love it though. Genius. It's horrible. Genius. No, they were like, this guy, they may invent something that allows the sharing of images quickly on a global scale. And in that case, this video would go viral. Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean go viral? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know and then why. that's we just it. Have this and the guy was thought. ahead of his time. Yeah, he's way ahead of his time. Um, yeah, but my brother and I are close now. We get along really well, but there was a time there where he drove me crazy. Mostly like, I don't know, elementary through junior high was pretty much, you know, a hellscape with my brother. He would pick on me all the time. And he's just, cause he thought it was funny. He wasn't feeling mean or any of that. He just thought it was funny to watch me, you know, he pants me in front of my friends or, you know, just mean stuff. And pants you? What's pantsing? Pantsing means like you're walking around in your shorts and he comes up from behind you and yanks your pants. Oh, they pull you. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. wow. So nice. you're standing there okay. in your undies looking like a fool. Yeah. Hopefully your you undies are still it. up. You got to own it, Scott. Yeah. Um, you got to strike it off. At the same time, around the same age range, he was a, an assistant coach on my baseball team. And we had uh, finished the season pretty strong. I was clearly the worst player on the team. There was no question about that. I knew it too. Um, it just wasn't great. When they said you were head and shoulders above the rest, you literally were. Yeah, it was just, that's the problem. That's the thing. You the weren't actually thing. better. You were just massively taller than anyone yeah, else. Yeah, I was already at that age, like pushing six feet. It was insane. <laughs> and uh, he, so he, uh, at this award ceremony, they gave a trophy to every kid in the team. And when they got around to me, so everybody's, you know, even the coach's kid was on the team, and they'd come up and he'd say. For exemplary performance this year on the field, here's your trophy. Good job. When my time came up, this coach said, well, at least you showed up to the games. Ha, 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 right? Me basically saying, boy, this kid was bad. Yeah. In front of everybody, everyone's parents, all these other kids. Like, it was mortifying. What? And my brother, okay. Mark, who normally picks on me yeah, at that age, launched into a retaliatory uh, yelling match with this coach, was so mm. pissed that he would drag me through the dirt. So my point is, even though it may seem like the older one is on a tirade sometimes, giving the, the younger one a hard time, there will come a time where their relationship metal gets tested and he'll do the right thing. I'm confident in that. It's very rare that the brother is so psycho-bugged by the younger kid that he will throw him under the bus completely. Um, there'll be opportunities for that relationship to cement up and I think you'll be fine. So don't mm. worry, stress not. Take a deep breath. Enjoy the scenery around you. Beautiful. Yeah, it's nice, right? I feel pretty I like good it. about it. I should have had some really sweet, soft music in the background. Like, um, how about this? Oh, wow, that's, oh, that's That was a terrible choice. That was horrible. Yeah, what have I done there? That's jarring. Yeah, I it, don't know, anything, any relaxation just went out the window. Okay. How about this one instead? This Christmas festive season, 
just like, oh no, I want, I want just a a, a season neutral tune. Yeah, <laughs> I am no longer going to pick themes for the tone of the no. show. But I will say that I've enjoyed this episode a lot, and I hope you folks at home have too. Do you know why it's even here? It's because you supported us. You and your friends and people you know have supported and us. Potentially your siblings. And you're possibly your siblings at patreon.com slash hypohelp. We have uh, near 300 uh, patrons right now, wonderful human beings, all there to help us through the day. If you would like to contribute, you are sh- certainly uh, encouraged to. It keeps the show on the air. It's why we do it at all. And uh, if you want video what versions about- of it, let's do that too. Uh, so yeah, Patreon or what is it? Patreon.com slash hypo help. Hypo help. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next week we'll have all new calls. If you want to participate, 801-471-0462. You can email me, Scott at frogpants.com. If you'd rather email your question, hypotheticalhelp.com is the website. And we're on Twitter at Scott Johnson and at the underscore T. Parting words, Terpster. Mark the Terpster Terp and go. I would say if ever you're down, turn that frown upside down i've never heard that before it's brand new and do you know what that looks like what it looks like a shitty smile (laughs) and people say like why is your mouth upside down and they realize that that's kind of cool that you can do that and that you're maybe not that big a douche after all oh see walk away having learned that everybody there you go guys all right nice job you dick all right there you have it that's gonna (laughs) do it for us thank you all for joining us we'll be back next week for another episode of hypothetical help see you then Bye-bye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Mr. President, my pants are on fire. <laughs>